Give me pictures of Spider-Man! I don't know how to read. At that point, yeah. not without beer, you gotta come back with something. The sauce is the must. <laughs> Put some fucking headphones in! You are listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up. It is Tuesday, February 16th, 2021, and you are listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up. I am your host, Chum, around the table. Every single member of the Tuesday Catch-Up is here today on this fine Valentine's Day we are recording on. can imagine our significant others are most likely not pleased that we are interrupting the middle of the day to record a <laughs> podcast that no one listens to. But here we are. We're here anyway. So we've got Matt, Harley, mm-hmm. Nate, Zach, and Jake all around the table, um, and uh, it's been a good time. Now, fellas, straight off the top. Let's talk a little Valentine's Day. Anyone do anything sp- uh, in, in particular, you know, crazy special? Or has it been just kind of one of the run of the mills, treat your lady nicely kind of Valentine's Days? Mm, I'd go with the, the latter on this one. Yeah. Sure. It's been it's not not too cold to do anything like crazy and adventurous. It's yeah. Like still 15 below. Well, generally in February, right? Because you can't even hike. Like it's negative 30. I went and shoveled the driveway. I was out there for seven minutes and my beard froze. My nose froze. I was like, okay, this is a lot. So you can either go get drunk in Wisconsin, which is kind of like your one option. But even now, like you really can't do that. Or, you know, you, you get creative at home, which we got creative at home. A lot of like, but again, what do you do? You drink, like you drink wine. So things like that. So yeah. Okay. Um, number two, I did just get back from brunch though, because I think that's the best better than a saturday night dinner is a really good brunch with a bloody mary in the morning at least in my opinion i think they had they each have their place and uh we had brunch with david bakhtiari this morning and by we had brunch with david bakhtiari he was at the table next to us so you know there's a little bit of a gray area but technically <laughs> i had brunch with david bakhtiari this morning which begs Who's the question fell- it's a good thing you wore your jersey to brunch yeah and it begs the question <laughs> how do you approach people in public like how do you approach famous people in public slash do you approach people in public what do you say because i think there's a very uh there's two different camps about this and i'll dive into them but first let's get the group's opinion do you approach famous people in public or famous athletes and then secondly how would you do it yes super chill just go up mm-hmm. say yo what's up you, get, you know smack hands say yo that was awesome and get on your way in and out Show your appreciation and get out of there. Counter. Never. It's COVID. Ask for a picture. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. The do's and don'ts. Never ask for a picture. COVID introduces the whole question of can you shake their hand? Okay. Because you don't know if it makes them uncomfortable. I don't. He's never publicly stated if he wants it. Number two, it is Valentine's Day morning. He's out with his wife. Like, who am I to go up when they're having a discussion and be like, what's up, man? Fucking loved the way you handled Cleo Mack this year. Made him look like a little bitch. Like, I don't know. Like, what, what do you say to that? You know? I mean, true. you definitely don't, don't go up on the holiday. Okay. Hey, Jake, why don't you it's, mute yourself? This is this conversation is a Packer fan conversation. Well, you can just as a, person who, as a person who deals with famous people all the time, I can tell you that they're people just like you and me. Humble brag, uh, <laughs> but dude, I, I think to handle a situation like this, you just like especially during COVID, I think you don't approach them because you don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable. Correct. I think you just you just you just yell a nice like go pack go or whatever just like hey good season like good like you, do, you don't want to be too weird you just say hey man like just acknowledge that they're famous and you're not yeah and that's we clip jake <laughs> saying go pack go yeah i think yeah, that's definitely <laughs> absolutely gonna be clipped i think what was what, i was what, being you it was a very it's like a very um quiet cool place like a really cool vibe um but not a lot of people in there so if i would have yelled go pack go i think we were the only people who knew it was him because he walked in I, at such a, a, a discreet time and i'm like i looked at lucy had a mask on and i go 
hang on. I was like, that guy's pretty big. He's got long hair. And I was like, hang on, babe, I think that's David Bakhtiari. And then he takes his mask off and I go, that's David Bakhtiari. And he's sitting down having brunch, which let me say this, okay? The man knows how to eat. It, I would love to eat like an offensive lineman in the NFL for a day because he ordered a waffle as his side. He had like three other entrees because she brought out the first set of dishes and I went, there's no way he's six seven eating just that. And then she brought another round of three dishes and put them at the table and I was like, that's my guy. <laughs> that's my guy. <laughs> I All right, hindsight goggles going on. Yep. Um, I think it's so simple. I think all you need to do is order yourself a nice crisp beer, full pint, and you just make kind of a loud, you know, clink down and just slam that thing. Yeah. And then slam it down and go, ah, and then just give them the head nod. Be like, That's it. That's all you need to do. Just be like, what's up? I know you. <laughs> well, Enjoy your brunch. And, and and I texted Andre and he texts back, ask him to come on the pod. Can you imagine a fucking guy interrupting your brunch on Valentine's Day and be like, hey, man, I've got a pod. It's got about 50 listeners. Would love to have you on. <laughs> Is this when you spin the camera and he's here? Uh, yeah, we, oh, I, I go, and introducing, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, it's fucking him, and it's, he's just chilling there. Yes. Angle of David Bakhtiari wolfing down his food at brunch. That picture does you no Sorry, good. Sorry, to, to repeat he that. Sees it, he's just annoyed. Harley said, uh, don't discreetly take pictures of them, because I had you unplugged for a second. Um, yes, agreed. What are you going to do with a side profile picture of David taking a bite of a waffle? Nothing. Absolutely. <laughs> that has no street value. Nothing. And it's arguably, a useless photo. But I think it is... I, 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 the whole thing I wanted to approach him was I wanted to walk up to him and be like, hey, man, like, thanks for being a Packer. Like, genuinely appreciate you be like, you know, it's just cool. It's cool to have someone like that in Green Bay. Like, big fan, man. Hope everything's cool. And then, or hope everything's well and walk away. I don't want a picture. I don't need an autograph. Like, hey, okay, here's another thing. Let's dovetail here. What the fuck do you do with autographs from professional athletes? It's, I don't think, I know some people are like hounds for trading cards with autographs on them. I don't think that they have any value. Would you, is there anyone in agreement with me or am I, am I the only one here who's kind of a cynic? I just, I disagree with that. I would say, I would say a signature, it just depends on what it means to you. For me, I like getting, you know, if I can get a signature for somebody, it's, it's like a, it's a personal memento when I met that person. Okay, and it so reminds memory. me. Like, oh, like it reminds me. Yeah, it's it's a memento of a memory. So I like it. I like okay, it. you know what? You've kind of sold yeah. me on this. Maybe I was. Being if you there. had your jersey there, it would have been a whole different story. If you got him to sign a napkin, they would have been exactly. Like, Dude, get out of here. Oh, exactly. you know what? You depends, yeah. yeah, I've never regretted not having my jersey on more than right then. When I saw him walk in, I went, and I didn't wear my jersey to breakfast. Like fuck just me sideways. I do it. Yeah, it's better. To, <laughs> hey, it's like a concealed carry. It's better to have it not need it than to not, <laughs> need oh, yeah. it not have it. Stay strapped, baby. Unbuttoned flannel, and it's right there. You need an Iron Man wear. jersey where you can just like hit your chest, and the jersey comes over you. Oh, yeah. that would be sick. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, that's a business idea. Mm-hmm. Nate, save that for save that for the business segment. All right, that's found. That's fantastic. Now, wait, Tom, what did you do then? Me? Nothing. I stared at him for a while. <laughs> not a goddamn thing. <laughs> not a fucking thing. Because he was with his wife, dude. And I, I bet, I bet David even made eye contact at some point. Hundred percent. No, his wife, like, cause I, cause she had like the line aside. We were at the like the little bar, and he was the table right behind us, like, just like. E- like easily listening distance and I, I kept like I kept looking and being like ah I can't imagine how uncomfortable it would be if everyone was staring at me while I was trying to eat my brunch like stop looking and then Lucy started looking I went Lucy don't look at him like don't and then then she was like well what do we do I was like I don't know and then she walked to the bathroom past him and I'm like I don't know what do you do do you smile but you can't smile in a mask like there's so many variables there like I don't know how to you know how you uh it's Valentine's Day you could have been like happy Valentine's Day guys you know as you walked by like <laughs> yeah and then like the thought crossed my mind like the like 
there there was a piece of advice I heard this week because I was like, man, what if we just bought him brunch? How cool would that be to be like, to say we bought Dave Bakhtiari breakfast? But then I heard a piece of advice this week. It was like, broke people buy rich people dinners. Okay, it it is rich. The reason rich people are rich is because they let broke people buy them dinner. Just stop flexing your money by buying people buying people things when you don't have anything, because all it does is make you more broke. And they're like, a rich person's never gonna say no to dinner. Dave Bakhtiari just signed a two hundred million dollar contract. If I would have bought his waffle, he'd been like, cool. Idea. Yes. You could have said, put this one on David's tab to your waitress. Oh yeah, I'm his cousin. I'm his cousin, Hayden Bakhtiari. I'm even wearing his jersey. Um, was it was his wife taking down waffles as much as he was? No, no, and that's well because the only reason I knew it was his wife is because of the viral video of them chugging beers at the Bucks game. I was like, oh, yep, that's the same lady. Like that's his wife. And Rogers had brought it up on Pat McAfee show. Like there's the only that's that's just weird memory stuff. And I went, okay, that is her. So yeah, um, that that was that. Okay, but. So we're good. We're settled here. I fucked up. I should have said something. That's on me. Should have slammed At the least beer. I had not. Just, just acknowledge yeah. him even. Just yeah, a little it was, but it was weird because we were kind of like, it was somewhat, he and I were somewhat parallel. Like I would have had to visibly try to get in front of his line of sight. I had his, like his wife and I were sitting like across from each other kind of thing. And then he was, it, I would, I'll draw it on a napkin, send it to the group chat. It was a tough spot. I, you guys, have, you guys have all seen Always Sunny where they're just like this. Yeah. That's kind of what I was doing. That's kind of, and I didn't want to be that guy because, like, you know, I wanted to play it cool because, like you said, Jake, at the end of the day, it's just another regular guy. Like, what, dude? He's a dude who goes home and he puts his pants on one leg at a time, like the rest of us. He wipes from back to front, like the rest of the normal people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or front to back, front to back. You get it. Whatever. We're not gonna get into this. Oh, okay. Front's disgusting. Fuck you. We're not getting into this. I know. I know. I just. I just thought I would throw a little fire on it. Uh, Poop cast. Poop cast. All right. Um, Then the second thing I had here is that I found joy in a bottle, and I want to tell you guys something. So we went out yesterday for our friend's birthday, or my soon-to-be brother-in-law's birthday, um, and we went to the axe-throwing place in Appleton, which. Let's start there. Uh, I am not built for that. I may wear flannels and stocking caps. That is not something that a chum wants to do. And these fucking psychopaths, dude, these psychopaths make you throw it in front of everybody just to see if you have like your metal. So they explain the whole process to you. They're like, you're going to throw it at this. You're going to throw this. Now, one by one, we want you to come up here and you're not, and you can't stop until you stick it on the board. Like you have to throw it well once. And they're con- and we had a group of 17 people. So I, I, you know how nerve wracking that is for me to pull a sharp ax behind my head and try to stick it into a, like you guys know me as a person. That is hell on earth. That is one of the what, seven realms. What time was that? Four o'clock. Oh, just missed each other. Really? I was at the uh, massage place next door. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Two and one. Nice, dude. Yeah, very cool, <laughs> man. Very cool. Yeah, <laughs> you see Matt scurry out of there with a hood up? Yeah. Oh! No, accidentally, uh, accidentally got um, Happy ending. scheduled two back-to-back massages. One for me, one for my girlfriend a month ago for February 13th, realizing that Tomorrow, today is Valentine's Day, so we're done really nice. <laughs> I was gonna say that's a that's that's past you preparing for future you, like really helped you out. He did you a solid. Hindsight VR was like I had a schedule. Of yeah, that, that was future sight VR. Um, now you you said you did them back to back. Why would you not just get them at the same time? So did one of you just sit there for an hour while the other one got rubbed down? I had a um, I had a Groupon. I bought them a long time ago, and I scheduled them, but it had to be with like the one lady that was there, oh, okay. and so. <laughs> 
to to do it at the same time. We had to just go back to back, which was fine. I just ran some errands, you know. But I was right next door. So oh. That's what I was saying. I was like, maybe we maybe we saw each other. Should have thrown an ass. Should have came and watched me embarrass hey. myself. Um, but I we did. Loved it. And then okay, so what what really made me laugh about this place though is the guys <laughs> who run it are like kind of hardos. Like they're definitely like just. I think if you throw axes for a living or you're in an, I, I just kind of think it's lame and i know i'm probably in the minority there like but these guys take it pretty no. seriously he walked around he had hatchets all up and down his legs like he was like strapped yeah, to the t's with axes and he's like what's up man and he had like the fucking undercut and he's like blah blah, blah 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 like we're gonna do this and then he came over and we had 10 minutes left we had a good time everyone was having a good time and he comes to you yeah 10 minutes left so i'm gonna do some trick shots for you and we're like okay like you're gonna throw like one or two axes <laughs> This motherfucker took our 10 paid minutes and did like 10 minutes of him just throwing axes in cool ways. And it, we were like, and then he would turn around like waiting for claps. And so we'd all be like, yeah, <laughs> like, thank you. And like at one point, at one point it was like silent in there and he's on one leg throwing axes. He's just like swan, like swan throwing. He's like, all right, guys, I did four. Now I'm going to do five. And like looks around and we're all like, ooh. <laughs> that that guy must have lost. Out of there. Well, at one point, and I'm not the confrontational type, but the guy next to me is, and he goes, who the fuck is this guy? No one gives a shit. I went, oh, <laughs> fucking almost threw up. Um, yeah. That's, yeah, that's where I draw the line. I would be like, dude, fucking scram. Uh, yeah, I would be bro. so fed up with that. I'd be like, get out of get out of here. He stopped everybody's lanes for us to watch him do trick shots. He's like, all right, everybody, I'm going to do some trick shots for uh, Kevin's birthday. And I was like, I'm so confused at what's going on here. Like, I think, move, bro. I think we thought it was going to come at the end of our paid time. Like, we would do it, and then he would do a couple, like, just finish off. Like, isn't this cool? But instead, he's like, no, 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 no. You, like, you ordered this, so you all paid, you know, X amount of money, and now you're, you're paying me extra to do these things. Things. And at one point, yeah. he double took out the the hatchets like they were guns, and I was like, Jesus Christ! Two things, dude definitely lost a, a fantasy football league and was like forced to do that and just be like, see how long you can keep it going. Yeah. And then two, all I can think of is like all the hatchets down his leg is like Indiana Jones, and he's like, and then the, he just like was boom shot like you're done. Don't have twelve hatchets weighing you down. It was it was Murr from uh, Impractical Jokers dressed up. They were interesting. It was an interesting crew. Um, another well, we were there. Like, actually, I'll, no, I'll save that. Um, so then here comes the joy in a bottle part. So after that, we're like, let's go find somewhere cool to hang out. And, we're, and then they they mentioned some like random obscure towny bar like four or five miles away. We're like, okay, cool. We'll, we'll, fine i'm not a big townie bar guy i've got to got mixed feelings about them like sometimes they're hit sometimes they're miss i just don't do well in them i think i've said that numerous times uh, but we pulled into the parking lot and I'm, i was like really skeptical i was like lucy we should not be here i was like i'm gonna get eaten alive like i don't look like i belong this place looks like one of those kind of places where the music's gonna stop when you come in and then i walked in and it is like 50 people deep at this bar just having the time of their lives, dude. And I'm not talking like, you know, when you walk into like a college bar and everyone looks like they're having the time of their lives, but you're not allowed to join in. Like everyone's backs are turned. They're doing their own thing. And then even in a townie bar, it's like little pods. This was every single person was singing to the person across the bar, like 30 feet to the other one. Like everybody's hot, like screaming the lyrics. It was like everybody knew each other for some reason. And we walked in and they cheered like they were excited that random strangers had joined their bar. <laughs> and I was like, what is this place? I was like, what am I feeling? <laughs> and then that's amazing. Someone came over and he's like, why aren't you guys singing along? Like, blah, blah, blah. And they bought Lucy and some of the other people drinks. They found out it was Kevin's birthday. They're buying him drinks. They're like, what's up? You know, can we play pool with you guys? And I went, what is this? What is this? And I was like, oh, 
this is what it's like to be kind of like post like they were this lady came up to me and she shook my hand this is kind of like i almost put it as my shine this week she shook her hands and she's like you know democrats republicans doesn't matter we just want to have fun she's like we're just making the world fun again in this bar i was like i'm in for it these people knew how to throw it down dude some of the best music i've ever heard played some of the best people it was it was everything i want to take that bar and put it in a bottle and carry it with me um but uh yeah it was good stuff i was in that sounds like a good time dude celebrating like the end of a war it's it dude it's genuinely well because i sit there i was like what is this feeling in my stomach i was like i haven't felt this way in public in so long and i was like oh like this is genuine fun like these people are just throwing caution to the wind and doing their own thing granted now we are now we're gonna be we're on social distancing duty for like the next month because we want to go to a baby shower and i'm like okay so now we're done we're gonna like that was it that was kind of the big shebang but it was cool to see like there is it's still out there fellas somewhere out there people are having fun in public Chill. We're getting we're getting closer. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're on the yeah. other side of it. We're flattening the curve. One year anniversary. Matt, go ahead. I I got your. Um, I mean, I understand your scare with townie bars and stuff, but I have kind of the algorithm on how to make it work. Um, step one is you always befriend the bartender, uh, which is tip really well. Order like kind of simple drinks. Yep. And like connect, make that connection because once you win them. Then you can win the rest of the bar. You throw a couple of dollars in the jukebox, feel it out, you know, put on a couple skillet songs, something like that. Get them going. Dude. <laughs> Whoever. They yeah, were, it's simple. It's a little algorithm. They were rocking to classic music, like really good music that everyone could sing along to. And then someone tried to mess it up and start putting metal on. I real quick, and my phone died, and I grabbed Lucy's. I go, I need to fix this. And I, I downloaded Touch Tunes, threw 20 bucks in, and just went nuts. I was like, we are. I am not letting this vibe die. This place is in too good a shape to watch this thing happen. <laughs> I, I, I think I started with like Hooked on a Feeling by uh, Blue Suede. Oh, yeah, the little Uga Chaka. That's how you get the people moving. You got to get their bodies yeah. Moving, you you gotta buy their love. Yep, absolutely, gotta buy their love. Um, anybody else? Any notable happenings this weekend? They're pretty run of the mill here. Run of the mill. It was a boring one. Negative twelve degrees and nothing to do. Yep, I hear you there. Um, all right, do you guys want to jump into some wine or shines? All right, let's hit. Yeah, baby. It is time to wine. Shine. All right, wine or shine? Where we uh, shine light on something dope that happened this week, or wine about some shit that we didn't like? It's like a little complaint box. When this first segment started, it was just the complaint box, and then we're like, "That's kind of negative. Let's let's turn it on." That happened forty episodes ago, something around there. Yeah. All right. Anyway, something like that. Yeah. Wine or yeah, shine? Yeah. 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 Matt, go ahead. Oh boy, I have decided to pivot from my other one, or maybe I'll just do two quick uh, shines. Do it. Um, shine number one, went to a happy hour the other day. Uh, I don't know why I don't do that more often. It's cheap, it's delicious, and you get a little tuned up for like 30 bucks. It's phenomenal. Um, second shine is it is Valentine's Day, and uh, my girlfriend got me a little gift, and I was not expecting anything, and then she pulls out this little number today. Oh, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> For all of you guys at home, it is Danny DeVito in a general suit framed <laughs> and now on my desk. It is phenomenal. You need to hang that on the wall at the brewery. You got to – that's that's a, that's a, that's a great uh, vibe setter right there. Yeah, so uh, one of the best gifts I think I've ever gotten. It's it's phenomenal. I love it, Jake. What you got? Uh, shine? 
it gotta shine. Uh, so since all I do nowadays is go to work, and aka open up my computer and then just stream shit online. Each uh, mm-hmm. one shine HBO Max is utterly fantastic. Yeah. I, HBO Max has been the savior to my COVID world. We have legitimately everything you ever wanted on there. So hey. wanted to shine HBO Max and specifically Tenacious D. The show. It was it was uh, like late '90s, early 2000s. Once again, going with that theme, it's one of the funniest shows I've ever watched. It's three episodes; they're about 30 minutes a piece. It's fucking hilarious, and it's you can just roll right into the movie afterwards because HBO Max has both of them. So I'd say Tenacious D, the show, and then the movie Shine, an ultimate classic, cult classic. It's fucking fantastic and hilarious, and it basically sums up what I really wanted to be when I was 13 years old. I was like, God, I wish I could be Jack Black, be a rock star. Uh, didn't turn out like that. Though me and Matt, I think we're gonna dabble in the rock star biz maybe one of these days. <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, so yeah, that's my shine. HBO Max has stepped their game up considerably. It's, it used it's to it used to be like secondary movies. Like yeah, their shows were great, yeah. but like their their tentpole shows like Ballers, Game of Thrones, uh, Westworld, yeah. whatever. But then they're like, no, 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 no. We are going to buy all of DC and release exclusively on there. And then they're like, we're also going to up our game as far as shows, movies that we're producing and doing. And they've become like I, HBO always felt to me like you'd buy it for a month to catch up on the show you like and then cancel your membership. Right. Now it's like you kind of need to keep it because in two months the next coolest yeah. thing is coming out. So it's really it's like it's tough. I know Zach, you're a big HBO Max fan. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna hop on that. It's because it used to be HBO Go. Yeah, and then they were kind of like subpar in it, trying to keep up with Netflix. And then they did a whole revamp with Warner Brothers and stuff. And I think I forgot they got just a ton of money. Revamped became HBO Max, got the rights to a ton of different movies, and then they just surpassed everybody else because I think Netflix is like subpar on movies at best. Amazon Prime sucks for movies. Yep. But HBO Max. They got it all. I agree. Wait, and then they now, now they do trilogy sets for you, so you can like literally just click. It'll say like, for example, like Lord of the Rings trilogy, and you just click it, and it just starts going through all three movies. Or like, yeah. I forgot what other ones are on there, but I was scrolling through all the trilogies or all the series movies they had, yeah. where it's just all three of them just put together for you. They started to figure out the binge life. Like they figured out how to capitalize on people who like need to sit down and just hound out through it. Because the before it was like a good movie here and there, like you'd scroll for a while and you really couldn't find anything. Netflix was was always right. good at binging, but now, like you said, their their Netflix quality kind of went down because they rotate shit so fast. Like you can't even keep up if it's not a Netflix show. There's a good chance if you haven't watched it, it's going to be gone in the next month. Like is anything Netflix makes they'll keep on but like the like all of a sudden the office disappears or other good shows like we you know there's so many different ones that just were were gone like a flash in the pan it's like well then what's the fucking point kind of like how that whole uh what is it peacock is gambling their whole company on people moving to f- watch the office like you don't think there's yeah. anywhere else they can kind of scheme that i don't whoever is sitting in that president seat and it was like this is this is the this is the rock on which i'll build my kingdom it's just <laughs> steve <know>. carell <laughs> yeah i know what we have to do <laughs> They just did. They did the Mandalorian effect. They tried to do the same thing Disney did. Yeah, but but at the same point, or in that same thing, like The Office has already had that full rewatch. It's not like you took a show that just ended. Like if if they would have gotten the rights to let's, and I'm just spitballing, like Shit's Creek. Like if they would have been like, okay, a show that just ended that people still haven't revat like rebinged already, and then gotten it. That's a pretty good calling. But like when you say shows like The Office, who hasn't seen every episode of The Office at least twice, maybe three times by now? And then you're gonna add it to Peacock. Like I'm not gonna spend twenty dollars a month or fifteen dollars a month 
to have that background show, I'll just find something else. So that's yeah. I, I mean they're they're gambling. Good for them. I hope they I hope they do well. Yeah. In summary, HBO Max Fire. Download it. Yes. Buy it. Yeah, yeah. No free ads, though. No free ads. <laughs> no free ads. Now, on the topic of movies, I might whine here real quick, and I know I'm going to catch some flack for this. My whine is video game movies. This is from movies that start that were video games originally. Like, they, the, they start as video game, and then people are like, you know what we could do is make this a feature-length film. And, and, and specifically, and I know, Zach, you're probably going to argue me on this pretty hard, but, like, Mortal Kombat, to me, does not need to be a feature-length movie. It is. It was designed as a game for you to fucking mm. take Scorpion and rip people's fucking heads off and see the gore I, and then see finish him, and they're going to make a movie. What is it going to be? I, I might have to tag Nate in, too. Nate, do you, did you watch the oldies, the classic Mortal Kombat movies? No. No? Goddamn, I thought I had you Are they good? for that one. They, well... I mean, they were. They're they're pretty jack shit now, but they were so fun back in the day. Like my dad and I used to watch those on VHS all the time. They were just your classic gore, yeah. stupid fighting movies, but they were great action movies. So I mean, it was fun in that sense because it used to be an arcade game. Now it's you know blown up quite a bit, and who knows what they're gonna do with the movie? But I don't know. I'm all for it. I okay. don't care. Yeah. Last of Us is, is going to be a great beef show, I bet. Strictly with Mortal Kombat? Like, no, my beef. My beef. My beef. Lego no, no. movie. Lego. Like, so Lego. Where else does this happen? Okay, Lego movie. Uh, Rampage with The Rock. They're like, let's take a game that was literally designed <laughs> oh, to be a yeah. side-scrolling game where you break buildings as a giant ape and then bring it into a feature-length film where The Rock is going to say something about family and the key to making this monkey stop killing everything is love. Like, I'm just, I'm over it. It's uh, Write something fucking original original and quit pulling video games and then cgiing them into the into feature length films that's where i'm at yeah. I, rampage doesn't even feel like a real game i feel like i played that in a hotel room that smelled like chlorine when i was like eight we did but and that's because Nintendo, we did we went that's to like my only experience with yeah it. we went to fucking disney world or fucking pixar whatever studios and my parents were sick of me and harley asking for shit to do so they rented a P, an n64 or a ps1 or whatever from downstairs and then got us rampage so it's like you're just the two big monsters the big crocodile and the monkey just breaking shit and then they're like you know what would be great is if we made a movie about absolutely nothing and the only person who can save us is Dwayne the Rock Johnson I'm over it could have been Kurt Russell Dude, I got, I got a counter for you though I got a counter for you please do uh, one film franchise that is based off a video game that is I think it's fantastic and I feel like they're pretty underrated Resident Evil the Resident Evil movies are pretty fucking good like they're just badass like zombie killing like if you just want to like just lounge and just watch like some badass chick just destroy zombies. It's an awesome movie series, and that's based off a video game. So I counter you with that. So here's what I would say to that: is that if you're a video game movie, you like and Zach, you nailed it. You said these are great popcorn flicks. Like these are just they know what they are. They're just an action movie, like Mortal Kombat. We know we're just fucking. It's gory. It's action. It's what you sit up, but you're just doing it. And Jake, you said the same thing. But there are people, a la Dwayne the Rock Johnson, who are like, I poured my heart and soul into this. Like I'm, re- I mean, the depth of this guy. I mean, he's really out here sacrificing. It's like have some self awareness and understand that this is purely a fucking joke like this is to make money and for people to just (laughs) enjoy popcorn and watch that's that's where i'm at with it um i got you on that yeah yeah all right nate bring us back it looks like you have a shine uh yeah i have a shine um it's just kind of people with unique names excelling in society or just have people having unique names and embracing them um, I think that's really freaking cool, and that's why my first son is going to be named Tommy Danger Stubing. 
Um, <laughs> just because it's awesome. So the, the CEO, uh, Bumble went uh, public this week, and the CEO, her name is Whitney Wolfherd. Mm. That's awesome. Herding wolves, and she's embracing it. She could like just just as easily go as just Whitney Herd, but the fact that she included her middle name, which is Wolf, pretty badass. Wait, her middle name is Wolf. Yeah, her middle name is Wolf. I actually like that a lot. No, you yeah, just take Wolf it a step Herd. further and just name your kid Danger. That's what Donald Cowboy Cerrone did, the UFC fighter. He just named his kid straight up Danger. He's Danger, <laughs> Danger Cerrone. Well, yeah, because like, badass dude. That's dumb. Danger Cerrone is actually yeah. a, it's that's a great name for like a hitman in the mob. Like they're like, yeah. and that's fucking Danger Cerrone, and you're like, you know, it's crazy Danger. You don't you don't get near him. Yeah, yeah. Which I've been His watching. Dad's that. name is Cowboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not not a good uh, uh, two to mess with. I've been watching Goodfellas. So I'm starting to get the oh, I'm starting to get that oh. that vibe. Um, after watching Pesci and them for a little bit. Um, all right. I'll shine once, and then I'm going to pass it to Harley. My shine is Mexican restaurants. Uh, is there not a – I mean, there's – as far as chain restaurants or, like, cha- like to- uh, uh, categories of restaurants go, happy places are synonymous with Mexican restaurants. Generally, they're just, like, the waiters are – are funny and they'll flirt with your your fiance in front of you because it's just what they do and they'll be like very pretty like here's your tequila and then like also the 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 hot chips or warm chips and salsa by the bucket load i mean they don't charge you for them and then we were at a mexican restaurant on friday and they gave us free fried ice cream like they're like oh you guys just look like you're having a good time so it's on the house here you go here's a big old fried ice cream it's like this is awesome they treat the people well like you actually enjoy mexican restaurants i just I, I want an ASMR tape of just the sizzling fajitas getting walked out to tables <laughs> near you. Dude. <laughs> like Tableside guac cart rolling by. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear the mortar and pestle as they're making it by the yep. table. Yeah, dude. We could do like a like an ambient soundtrack that's purely Mexican restaurant on a Friday night. It's just like a little bit of like mariachi in the background and then just fucking sizzling fajitas every couple seconds. <laughs> and every Mexican a restaurant every night of the week. Every night of the week is buy one get one marks too. Always, I swear every every Mexican restaurant I go to. Hey, dude, oh, it, and tonight will be a buy one get one marks. And it's like, yep, I saw that one coming. They're just so good, and there's no and like you can never make the same rehyd, refried beans or queso at home. Like it's you can you can't get the quality of dip you get at the place or like it's just Mexican restaurants deserve a shine. I just wanted to give them the attention they deserve. They they kill it routinely. I haven't been to a bad one. Um, Harley, that. Harley, your wine or shine? I'm going with the shine. This is a positive, positive group here today. Okay. My shine is similar to Matt's in that I want to shine good gift givers um, mm. that just like really take the time to think about something that the person will like and make it unique to them. Yep. Um, this was kind of inspired by Sarah. My girlfriend got me a. She like booked us a night at an Airbnb and it's in this like dome house. So it's like this like sustainable construction thing but it's in like the middle of the woods it's got like a sauna in it and it's got miles and miles of snowshoe and hiking trails there's just like this cool little spot in the middle of the woods so that's like perfect for me and i just wanted to shine out to good gift givers who well, yes anyone who takes the time to like it, it you can always tell when someone puts the thought in and i also saw the pictures of it guys and i don't know if you watch dragon ball z but it looks like every house that's ever in dragon ball z or like it looks like luke skywalker's house in Star yeah. Wars, like the the dome, it, it's pretty cool. 
You know what I love about your shine, Harley, is that from a previous episode, we learned that you're a terrible gift giver and that you'll be in a place with less reception than you currently have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we won't be hearing from you. Um, yeah, no, I think I think terrible gift givers and good gift givers find each other because I do find myself like I'm not – I try to be good at it, but Lucy blows me out of the water on almost every holiday or occasion. Like I, I don't know why what I'm missing as far as like being a good gift giver. Um, Zach, wine or shine? Uh, I got a wine, um, and I know we hate corporate on this cast. Yep. Uh, or corp- yep. Mm-hmm. Fat cats. Mm-hmm. I, I corporate. have not slept <laughs> enough this week, and I it's purely out of the sense of corporate fat cats giving unrealistic numbers at all times throughout this COVID pandemic. And it's just – I'm so sick of being stressed out from that stuff. So I just want to whine about uh, – like, Why? It's like how is not like how do the common people understand numbers and stuff like that, but no one else can, or like the higher ups never can. Yeah. Oh, uh, you have fifty people walking through the gym or whatever, but you you got to sell thirty of them, uh, five hundred dollars worth of personal training or whatever it may be. Okay, yeah, because everybody right now has that money laying around. So that's my wine for the the week, especially because I know we hate corporate. There is and, a, there's a place in hell for sales managers and people who have never done sales that somehow are in the leadership of sales. They have never done the job. They've never had to sit there in a pandemic and sell people who have no money something at an unrealistic pace. And they're like, but at the end of the day, they're accountable to somebody else who's accountable to somebody else. So everybody's fudging the numbers all the way fucking up to the top so that, you know, the fucking the the dude at the top feels good about it. Like everybody, yep, so it looks good. It's a chain of liars, and then the only rotating seat is the one at the bottom because they the, yep. that's where the weight falls back down. Like the lying starts there, and it falls all the way up. And then as soon as the weight stops, they go, "Okay, fire that sales rep, move on. We'll get another poor sucker, and we'll do the same shit to him for seven se- seven eight months until he fucking finally collapses yep. and shoots a post office." Like I mean, yeah. enough. And their only answer to like not getting enough numbers is. Why don't you read Sell or Be Sold by Grant Cardone? Huh? Maybe oh, fucking hell, I hate Grant Cardone. I, he is, he is, I said this on Chumming It Up, so I'm not going to get into it too much, but he is patient zero of business fucking majors. He has yeah. never done a goddamn hard day's work in his fucking life. He just read a couple marketing jargon words, and he spits them out, and he's like, fucking straight line selling. You sit him down, you tell him what it is, and you sell him. It's like, really, dude? Then sell me, sell me on why I should get this stupid fucking training. I've had jobs where yep. They made me take the Grant Cardone training, and I went, this is R-worded. This is talked. This is stupid. This is – I've yep. never felt more dumb, like, or like that, that, that – like, I can't believe this man makes the money than Grant fucking yep. Cardone. I, dude, yep. oh, oh, Zach, I'm going to fucking – Yeah. I just want to throw me, it at the wall. That's that's where I'm at. So, and then they and then here's my favorite. Ask them about their pain, man. Find their pain. They don't have pain. Yep. They just don't feel like dropping 500 bucks to do training. Like you, dude. There are there are 57 apps out there that could give you the workouts you need. Like personal training is not going to make you do the push-ups. You just need to fucking get your butt on the ground and do them. Like I don't also, know. Also, that's like a sociopath training program. Find their pain. Exploit it. <laughs> make oh, us money. Dude, dude, I have never wanted to kill myself more than I was in sales. Bring them back to their pain. Like, no, dude, I don't want to fucking yep. leverage people. <laughs> They're humans. Connect them to the pain yeah. that brought them in. Yeah. <laughs> I go, I go, well, I go, I go, yeah. And I remember, like, giving this excuse. I was like, yeah, well, like, this person's got, like, a family and, like, they're trying to send their kid to college and they're like, bring them back to their pain. Like, they can't live without this. I was like, yes, they fucking can. Like, they're doing shit. 
just fine without me. Um, yeah, I went. Oh, dude, it's in. (laughs) (laughs) We're buying stuff and we're dealing pain. We're selling stuff to families every day. It's America. Yeah, dude, I'm over it. Zach, that is a fantastic wine. I would love to. Hey, Zach, would you like to be on the Chumming It Up podcast so we can (laughs) talk shit about this some more? (laughs) I would because I need to get it out. I've been just laying there staring at the ceiling. I went, I, I did like a good eight minutes straight, like just went at it. And then I went, I can't release any of this because I'll get fired. Like I'm genuinely scared that if my boss ever heard the way I talked about jobs and my job and like every job, I think I'd be fired. But that's neither here nor there. You know, you got to do each thing you got to do. Um, my last shine, I'll leave us on a high note. There's nothing better than seeing previous bullies get ugly. When you see a picture of like a bull, someone who bullied you or bullied other people years later and they look like shit, it is the most vindicating, amazing thing in the world. Um, I saw a picture came across my phone earlier today and like this dude looks rough and he used to, he like kicked the shit out of me at camp one year. He was just rude to everybody. And I'm starting to think, here's my theory. You make a deal with the devil when you bully. Bullying causes you to age faster. Being an asshole makes you lose your hair. And then you marry a girl who wears boots up to her knees and you have like seven kids by the time you're 27. And and then you drive a truck with back the blue sticker on it. But it's also good for you. Yeah. Well, in doses this so there's bullying there's bullying with utility and then there's bullying because you are like you're just a piece of shit like harley utility utility bully he wasn't harley knew how to attack your core like he knew how to like i was trying to reconnect you to your pain correct he was leading me to my pain you know he was trying to make me see the pain whereas this kid who i who now looks like absolute garbage was just a dick like just he did he mean he didn't even use anything original he just would like purely physical bullying you know that's that's the kind of that's what you don't need. What you need is someone to be like, quit running like an anime kid in the hallway. That's what you need. That's the bullying that needs to happen. Would you uh, would you like us to do our form of oinking them out? Uh, I, <laughs> potentially, I think it would be completely random if he just started getting all the tomatoes on his page and he doesn't he has not he doesn't know I fucking exist. He doesn't know that he's on my Steve Buscemi lipstick list of people I want to kill later on. You know, like he he's just living his life. So you gotta let him do let him be. And Chum just made it on the FBI's list. Hey, I'm already on there. They're like, oh, this white guy yeah, just started true. his second podcast. Put him on the list. He's he's pretty close. If, if he doesn't get any followers. In his basement. In his basement. Alex his, Jones. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and then I go on there. I'm just yelling, at, yeah, yelling about corporate life. Um, Take down corporate. Corporate fat cats. Burn them all. I, yeah, I think I said kill the rich last episode. I, I'm changing. I don't know. Eat the rich. <laughs> Eat the rich. Eat the rich. Yeah, okay. Um. Money, 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 money. Thank you, thank you, Jake. And it's always somebody. All right, let's make you guys some money. Uh, does anyone else have a business idea before I take this? I don't want to dominate, you know, this whole piece. Otherwise, I've got some. Okay. You guys may not be in on this, um, but something that I've been experiencing, and maybe Zach, you'll start experiencing this with the level of stress, is acne. Even as a fucking adult, I'm just getting just pimples. And the worst part about pimples is, can someone answer? Uh, pimples. No. <laughs> the, the worst part about pimples is not knowing if they're ready or not. You think they're ready, and you attack them too early, and then you scar your face, and they never like because then it like pushes it down, and it just becomes like a red blotch for weeks almost. Like not if you if you attack a pimple before it becomes a full fledged pimple. When it, I mean, and sometimes it teases you. It's got like that hue of white, but you go at it anyway. 
it will it will scar your face or it bleeds and it just becomes a scab and it's really gross looking. Introducing name pending would love some help on this. No pus, no fuss acne imaging software brought to you by Gravy Train Enterprises. It's an app you download on your phone. It's a camera app. And you place it and you take a picture of your face or you can zoom in on a certain pimple and it will scan it and let you know, um, is the pimple ready to pop and the ETA of when this pimple will be ready to pop or if it's a pimple at all. It's imaging software that lets you know, hey, don't go squeezing this in the mirror just because you, you can't stop thinking about it. It's like you've got, it'll be ready by tomorrow to pop. That's my, that's my whole pitch. Um, save people their faces and also then you you know you have a, a more accurate view of like or if someone's like what is that you know it's not just like me like it's it's a pimple it's not anything else i don't know it could use some improvements i would love to uh integrate a thing where if you film it it automatically goes to like an instagram page where like people follow like the blackhead you know popping and all that stuff and yes. then we monetize that as well I yep. absolutely yep. love that. If you download the software, you consent to be on the pimple popper page, which is, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. Or via the VIP page, very important pimples or something or very, oh, you know, that. like, yeah, yeah. That's and what then, it should be called. That's it, the app name. Yeah. Yeah. VIP. Yeah. The VIP app. Very, very something. We'll get it there. Um, do I have investors or customers? I don't know. You guys are generally a clean skin crew, but there are, you know, like there's nothing worse than a pimple on the top of your nose and you don't know when or not, you know, when you can get rid of it or not. Let me uh let me know when it uh cures the gray hair solution. I got a few white hairs up in the head, but um skin's been put pretty clear these days, so I'll uh, I'm an investor but not a customer. All right, fair enough. Harley? Um I'm I'm out. I think that Taylor's more to a younger audience. Uh, also, I'm a little bit wary of trying to incorporate technology into every aspect. I think you should just be patient with a pimple. That's like buying like an X-ray gun. To I mean, he sounds like he's coming through a fucking day. Campbell soup I'm can, just, boys. It's just, it's tough. He, he was talking about not trusting technology. <laughs> and just started to out. Yeah, it's yeah, it's. I mean, Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man. <laughs> Harley, let me lead you to your pain. You need better internet, and I will sell you. <laughs> your pain is Patreon, bad connection. Does it come with the pimple gun? Potentially. <laughs> Potentially. All right, Nate, uh, investor, okay. customer, feedback on the product. Can I, What can I be doing better, my sharks? Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to be out. Um, as a, a previous pimple-faced teenager, um, and you know what? If, if you need technology to tell you when to pop the pimple, then uh, you're lost cause. Well, yeah, but you never, you never exactly, popped one too early. Exactly, Nate. I mean, just wait until... It, freaking pops or has a white head you know if, if you give it a little squeeze it's not ready don't force it i don't know people got to learn patience i guess i'm just trying to make it easier on them but i i can understand no, that, pus, and, no for that pus, and for that reason nate's out um all right zach you're one of the final two sharks in uh, are you an investor customer or are you out i'm teetering i uh i don't know this one was a tough one i the inside of me wants to be just completely out, but there is like a weird niche where like everybody kind of is into this, this like watching of it. So I might be an investor just to see if I can double down. And let's say you got to pay me back within the first year. Right. You've got, you've got a deal. (laughs) 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 He left with a deal with one of the sharks. (laughs) All right, Jake, what do you got? You investor customer, would you like any percentages? I would say 
Uh, as a guy who still struggles with acne himself, and in fact, I got a nice shiner right there on my, yep. right there on my chin, uh, I would say I'm in uh, for the simple fact that there is a large, I think there's actually a larger market. I don't think it's as niche as you guys think. If you think about it, how many commercials and how many TikToks do you see of those girls and other women and other you know people in general putting those stupid blackhead things on their nose that everyone knows doesn't work? But they still continue to sell that bullshit to you. And they're like, yeah, you can solve your acne in three easy steps. So right. I think this is just the way to integrate technology into it and be like, we have a technological advantage over the, our competition. Yeah. So yeah, I would it's, say I'm all the, the way only in. product Investor, here. Yeah. Think, marketer. Fuck yeah, you're in. The only yeah. product here, the only product here that you're like, really doing is the app, which like we'll, we could price out or add out whatever we could figure out a way to make it inexpensive and it just tells you yeah. when it's coming um all yeah. right the in cue the shark tank music and then it's like dun dun he left with the deal with three of the sharks and then it's like let's catch up with them and then it's me walking i go you know i'm just uh i'm blessed to, to to be able to uh to have you know matt and zach and jake on my team and quite frankly i didn't even want to deal with harley and nate they're fucking idiots and uh they didn't <laughs> see the vision for the product so i think i couldn't i couldn't ask for three better sharks to be in on my business idea <laughs> Dude, the reality is you just got you just got to get it big enough and you get enough people to use it in the first couple months that you can sell it to Neutrogena. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's, That's the exit plan. Do. And I talk about it in my, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the extended yeah. version. You've got to like, own the company. Just yes. get it big enough to sell it to the big dog and then just See, let the big dog eat. The way, uh, the way Nate described it got me a little scared. Like it's going down to a road of idiocracy kind of, you know, where everyone's just getting stupider and they can't figure out when to pop a zit. Mm-hmm. So I'm still in, but that was, uh, you know, that might be the first step down to civilization. That's Dude, it's all about it's That's exactly what I was saying too, Matt. What? And you just sell ads, bro. It's not, it's not about the ads. You guys are getting hung up on the technology, dude. This is America. You don't actually have to do anything. You just it's come up with the ads. There is an app we for everything. Okay, yeah. we're we're Let's sitting here, we're splitting hairs when all I'm trying to do right. is stop wasting product for acne and putting it in the ocean. All these micro beads. I am environmentally Ooh. sustainable by trying to make an app where you can just raw dog your pimples. No more, uh, no more equipment. Just, just squeeze that shit. Fair all right. Enough. So with that, Harley, no Harley no might, fuss. Harley might be back in. <laughs> Harley still out. Still, still out. out. That's yeah, greenwashing, right. dude. What do you mean green one? You can't walk back in with Star Trek. You're outside. I kick the doors like open. Listen here, you son of a bitch. (laughs) I didn't want you anyway, but here's another thing why you should be in on this. Yeah. I, I am obsessed with Shark Tank, by the way, in the last like two, three oh, yeah. months. For some reason, I it's my YouTube algorithm broke and showed me like three clips. And then I went down a rabbit hole and watched like 56 straight Shark Tank deals. And I went, oh, yeah, I'm in. I was like, that's a bad evaluation of your company. Um, we, uh, <laughs> we, 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 were, we were chilling in a, in, a, in a very relaxed state in Florida, me, Zach, Aaron, and Lucy. And we watched like four hours straight of Shark Tank. And they would be like, You're, uh, I'm looking for 25% or I'm looking for a, a $300,000 for 3% of my company and we'd all just spit our popcorn out like you idiot that's that's never going to fly <laughs> like Marky was going to <laughs> Aaron was standing in the middle of the room like, oh, my God, like, eating the popcorn. You and I were in the kitchen like, what the fuck happened? We looked at this window from the kitchen to the living room, and Aaron was standing there with her mouth wide open just watching the TV like this, <laughs> at the, at, like gasping at the valuation of the companies on there. It was beautiful. Is um, there anything more self-important than someone that calls themselves an angel investor, though? That's like the grossest They're not angel investors, though. Ever. They're not angel investors. Angel Aren't angel investors – 
not involved at all, or they don't want their they just want their return back. Like they don't even have any interest on it. Like it's it's. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're I mixing you're mix one. you're mixing up the definition of angel investors versus just purely investors. I believe angel investors give you money <laughs> you're for stake. Up angel investors and douchebags. <laughs> yeah, well, no, because the sharks and I. I mean, there are a couple sharks that again eat the rich, but like someone like. You know, even Cuban kind of did it himself, but he's very involved with the companies he buys, or at least actually gives them value. Like that's part of the reason why they they give so much or they give up so much equity in their companies. Like, oh, duh! Like, why wouldn't I want someone who's built and sold two hundred businesses to actually help me? Versus like, you know, Joe Schmo who fell into a dad's trust fund. Like, I don't need his twenty five. He doesn't need to own my company. I want someone who can actually help me. That's why. That's so. That's not an angel investor. Angel investors just give you the capital, and they they just want their money back eventually, or like money back plus one point five. Am I right on that, Nate? You're a resident financial guy. Uh, yeah. Angel investors don't really expect much in return. They want yeah. equity usually. Generally, generally, because I I had to pitch to angel investors at my last job. You you like sit in a room and they go, okay, we'll give you the money. We want like. X, like a small X return. Like they're not looking for much. They don't want to help you run your company. They don't give a shit who your CEO is. They don't care about anything except the fact that they're right. betting on you to make it to an exit plan of X money. Whereas like a regular investor is like, I don't like that guy's your CEO. Like they met me. They don't right. like me as a sales rep. You're canned. You're gone. That's the that's the whole difference. So get educated, yes. Harley. Don't try to don't try to woke me out of here. I'm not trying to woke you out of anywhere. I'm just I'm not just the biggest Shark Tank fan. <laughs> Why not? It's such a good show. It's a good family Neither show. Neither am I. Why not? I'm in, that, I'm in that with Harley. I'm not a huge they're, fan of it. They're cr- insufferable. So cringe, yeah, yeah dude, so it makes me physically uncomfortable to watch Mr. Yeah. Fantastic or yeah. what's his nuts like. Just <laughs> Mr. <Wonderful>. talk <laughs> down to these people's dreams. Yeah, yeah he goes. At one point, he went, he went. He went. I'm out, and you should be too. He was like talking to the, the owner of the company, and then whenever they don't take a deal of his, he goes, "You're dead to me," <laughs> which is my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's not my favorite. I do like Cuban oh. a lot. I like Wait, Cuban lost a lot. You lost me? Dad? <laughs> Wait, am I out? Or was that my No, bad. we can hear you. Am I still here? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. What the fuck's going on? That was my fault. You were just talking. I'm sorry. You were just talking and it was- nothing was happening to me for like 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> the Harley effect. All right, it's time for the people's court. The year is 2020. A new president has been elected and done away with the justice system. He rounded up the tech leaders to create a social media justice system. Anybody may be imprisoned with enough votes by the American people. If you are convicted, you spend life in sunny Los Angeles. You heard that right, Los Angeles, a maximum security prison, <laughs> led locked in white only. Do the crime and you will do the time. Welcome to the People's Court. <laughs> I see if I ever put that. Okay, uh, it's time for the People's Court. Uh, I have a case. Does anybody else have cases? I think I think you and I have the exact same case. Uh, would you like to present? And I have a defense for that case. Okay, uh, if it's I, the, hold tight, is Nate. It the gorilla glue hair girl. It is, and I would like you to present her. <laughs> yeah. So this this lady, she made a TikTok. Um, she was trying to put some sort of product in her hair, and she thought, "Oh, I guess I'll just use gorilla glue." Mm-hmm. Um, and so she slicked back her hair, put it in a ponytail of straight up gorilla glue. 
She had she had her skull encased in gorilla glue for four weeks, and people were sympathetic on 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 the onlines. And personally, if you're that dumb, you should get that thing shaved off and sent to Los Angeles and be a, a hairdresser and learn how fucking hair works or glue works for all that matter. So I have a slight defense because I I watched it on the news the other day and heard the talk um and four weeks is absolutely ridiculous don't get me wrong she should set, spend some time at least learning to parole fucking tell someone <laughs> that she's in trouble like at least reach out for help but so there's uh, something and it's all fucked up but there's something called gorilla snot which is like hair what the thick fuck hair. are you kidding yeah. me yeah it's it's like thick hair like it makes it stay exactly in the spot and so if you google it you get like you know the gorilla snot, and then like three products in, it's like three different styles of it. It's gorilla glue, and so she had bought it, thinking that it was like a cheaper version of the gorilla snot, which is hair stuff, and then put it all in her hair. She should learn how to read. Yeah, she's okay. yeah. Um, I mean, I just, yeah. okay. I just, <laughs> dude, I just looked it up. You guys missed the whole like point of she she started a go fund me and she raised twenty four thousand dollars oh come on dude <laughs> crowdsource pity's the worst because she put a little monkey boogers in her fucking hair doesn't mean we all need to be worried about her and also read a fucking label i mean monkey gorilla glue versus fucking actual hairspray or gel looks so different like you know gorilla glue's potent when you take it out it's fucking toxic i mean you, you have smell to it you can smell it, and also if you even get a little bit on your fingers, you can't get your fingers apart. If if I'm if I'm here and I'm getting it ready to put in my hair, and I realize I can't stick my fingers apart, I'm not gonna be like, "This will be fine," and fucking put it on my head, and then <laughs> twenty four thousand. That's my fucking student loans. Are you kidding me? That probably barely think, covered the medical yeah. bills, though. I think the money part is uh, now because she got so famous from it. It like took off when it happened, or when well, people found out about it. Didn't you guys hear that a plastic surgeon did the $12,000 operation for free? Yep. To get the gorilla glue out of her hair? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, basically, I, I, yeah. I, listen, I, I think that I, I'm glad he did it for free, right? There's no reason that she should be buried in debt. However, we need to stop rewarding stupidity. That is ridiculous. That they, GoFundMe should take every fucking cent of that back upon learning that the doctor did it for free. And honestly, you should have to have your head shaved for six months. You should be, you should be indiscriminate. Like, I think you should just have no fucking hair for at least a year. That's your punishment. Yeah, you don't deserve hair. You don't, and or 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 make her get a beard. Like you, she has to, <laughs> to like reapply it here. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can glue your hair on. I uh, that's ridiculous. Did anyone know if it was spray or was it paste? No, it was like just the glue. Yeah. She, she said, said it was. She said it was like. Yeah. She said it was inside uh, her her closet, like her, you know, like. Yeah, it was, it was in my husband's toolbox, box. and I just I just grabbed it and said, "Like this looks like hair product to me. This will be fine." Oh, boys! Wow. But, but I mean, the the stupidity factor is unreal. And yeah. actually, this is this is why I officially unfollowed Airsoft Fatty on Instagram this uh -oh. week. R. I I couldn't. I couldn't stand it one more bit. I couldn't stand the the stupidity and just 
brain melting idiocracy coming out of his Instagram feed. So I just had to had to cut the cord on Airsoft Fatty and his fucking friend Gucci Perry. Yeah, that I guy's gotta, that guy's interesting looking. I didn't know. Are we done with this one? Well, we need to find a. We need to. Okay, so here's my pitch for a punishment. It's a monetary collection of twenty of the amount of twenty three thousand nine hundred ninety dollars. She can keep ten for uh, for troubles. Okay, and then she has to keep a shaved head for one year, similar to a DUI. She cannot drink, but she can't have hair. Is like the application here. If they do catch her with hair. She has to glue all of her hair back on as a beard for um, an extended period of another year. Uh, all in Love favor, it. say aye. 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 Gavel pounded. She's gone. All right, Matt, you sounds like you have one. I do. And I don't know if anyone saw this in our group chat, but Nate was pretty aggressive at saying this guy's a genius. So I'd like to bring a <laughs> at Jimmy Stewart 59 a TikTok user to court. Yep. Okay. Now um from this video he's making hotel lockdown curry uh and uh, again i don't know who's watched <laughs> this or not but those who order food curry is pretty darn cheap it's like 11 dollars, and my boy is at least 11 dollars deep in the ingredients and everything else to make this in his hotel uh room in which his cooking utensils are like a hot pot for water um, that just boils like water for coffee in your hotel room. A uh, curling iron, which I would assume is used because it's a guy with not long hair. Um, so like the one that's left in the hotel room, if they do that, I don't know. I know they do blow dryers. And then the hotel iron, which he then grills raw chicken breast on <laughs> on the thing. So that um, is disgusting. And so he, I'm gonna can can I just play this for people? You absolutely can. Yeah, go ahead. Turn it up loud and put it by your mic. Oh, and oh, the shirt he's wearing. And the look. Uh, for those of you listening, he looks like I I can't even think of anything. So he's he looks putting like vegetables old, into a Pringles can. Yeah. He looks like an old Irish person. He's a he's wearing a mesh wife beater. Yeah. Do you yeah, remember no. the guy from Fifty First Dates, the brother? He's wearing yeah. that same shirt. Yeah, yes, he is, but he's sixty-seven pounds heavier with a sweatshirt, an open so sweatshirt. So over he's the top. now grilling the chicken breast. He's oh. making the rice in the in the <laughs> water. <laughs> Was he not allowed out of his room? Like DoorDash doesn't he, exist in his I brain. Think, I, no, I think he for sure can use DoorDash. No, no, no. The name is Quarantine something, isn't it? Is that a curling iron? Oh, oh that's fucking God. disgusting. Yes, he, he just... So this man, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's level, let's, le let's level with our listeners quick, okay? So it's like a fucking bag <laughs> of chips. He takes a fucking straightener, a hair straightener, with the plug and sticks it into a bag of liquid to heat it, to boil it, and then pulls out this sauce-covered <laughs> hair straightener and sets it off to the side like it's no big deal. What a it, fucking man, psycho. My man's got... Okay. The fade. He does not need a curling iron, so that brings me to where the heck he found that thing. Dude. His fucking his fucking wife comes in and goes, What the fuck are you doing, Jerry? What the fuck what the fuck is this? By his uh by his oh. mesh tank top, I would assume I he does not have a wife. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. the same thing. Okay, so does he have wigs? You gotta imagine that potentially he is role playing for himself or other I don't know. others. But I'm I'm like 100% certain that, like, this man got raw chicken 
and the hotel for sure didn't give that to him, so he probably like DoorDash that. Just get curry delivered to your door, man. And also, <laughs> and also, it's not even as much the recipe that we're sending him to Los Angeles for. It's the fact that he used a hotel's iron to cook fucking chicken. You, yeah. you belong in hell. Uh, so how do we punish you know, this you guy? Guys, you, no, no, no. You guys are missing the point. The, the first thing on the thing, it says hotel lockdown. He's locked down in a hotel. Says who? They don't. They, they can't keep you there, Jake. There's no fucking. He's quarantined. He's, quarantined. He's quarantined. He might be yeah, in there for 14 days. Can't leave. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you, it, that does not give you the right to use the hotel uh, iron to go cook chicken. This isn't. I am. No, this is not. I am legend. This, okay, this is not. I am legend. It's hotel lockdown, and what do they do? They they go door to door and give everyone a slice of raw chicken in their and the iron, and go here. Good luck. Yeah, I mean, and also, even if he brought it himself, like packed it, what, what kind of psycho packs raw chicken on a trip to a hotel? I our grandma, our gr- grandma, granny, whatever. All she does is brag about how her son is in sales, and he carries a trailer behind his car with all of his cooking utensils because he won't let anybody but himself cook himself meals. So he brings pots and pans into a hotel. Like you have to assume that they're making meth if someone walks past the lobby of a kitchen of a hotel and has all their fucking utensils with them. That's a psycho yeah. move. Yeah. How do we punish this guy? Let's get this out of the way. I don't know. Nate, had, Nate was. I gotta hear Nate's. Yeah, Nate's rebuttal. I gotta hear this. I mean, that's just pure ingenuity. Yeah. Like that guy was probably in prison at some point, making <laughs> making meals from the commissary, like. Like he, he knows how to survive, and I'm sure the hair the hair uh, curler wasn't used. I mean, if it was, that's pretty fucking gross. But it was hot. It kills all the bacteria. Who gives a fuck? Um, all right, I'm so even have if, to and even if you don't wipe it down too, let's say let's say it's not used. That he just spent fifteen dollars on the curling iron. He's already in the hole deeper than it would be for DoorDash. Yeah. <laughs> But no, he carries different... that around with him. Yeah, that's true. There's a difference between ingenuity and stupid. Yes. All right. Let's let's <laughs> let's let's pitch let's pitch some form of punishment for this man. I feel like at least a few of us want to convict him. He has to lead workshops at Los Angeles. Him and the fucking Christmas tree eater got to fucking hang out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're led. They have to take cooking lessons from Noah. The fact that Noah is the most talented chef in Los Angeles is fucking disgusting. But yes, they the three of them have to put their heads together and come up with a cookbook <laughs> using normal people utensils. They have to prove their their uh their what is it the ability to uh to cook a regular meal without using anything disgusting. Yeah. All right, so we're sending him away. He's you know what? Pretty this one's pretty cut and dry. Let's just make him go work in Los Angeles alongside. He's a sous chef to Nate, uh, to fucking Noah. Fair? Yep. All right, all yeah, in favor? Yeah. All in favor say aye. 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 Right, oh, we converted Nate. There we go. We got him. All right, he's out. I, I, I got someone. Okay, Harley, t- finish yes. us off on these. Um, this is a Florida man who's going to be making travels to Los Angeles hopefully. Um, he bet that there was going to be a streaker at the Super oh, yeah. Bowl mm. and the odds were pretty good. So he put like 10 or the odds were like He put a thousand on it. Yeah, he put money on it and then towards the end of the game realized it wasn't going to happen and so he took matters into his own hands and that was the streaker. Is is he at fault and should they 
should they actually have to get paid out for having the balls to to do it? Okay, so I've or heard the story a few different. I've I've heard the story a few different ways. One was that he knew that he was going to be the one to do it, so he put the money down on the bet, knowing that the knowing that the ticket being like two three thousand dollars is the ticket for for doing that, and then you're banned from the NFL. But he knew the payout if he did it was three hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. So he did the bet, did his own streaking, paid off, still made three hundred and seventy something dollars um should he now i'll give my personal thought no he's a fucking schemer dreamer that's how you that's how you rob the corporate fat cats gambling's gambling baby a loophole isn't closed until someone exploits it fantastic job for him he should be paid every single fucking cent and then they should never they should find a way to make it never happen again that's my thought i don't want to send him i'll open the floor to the rest of the discussion let's it's send the like a, that's a referee throwing the game or like somebody throwing the yeah. game, you're you're at fault, and you specifically changed the outcome of that bet. So I think right. he well, if, he should have kept it quiet, and he should have been paid. But if he's dumb enough to brag about it at the bar beforehand and go viral, like how did he not know that that would get out? Like it was right. a pretty clear and like amazing story, and that's awesome. That is a recipe for virality right there. And uh, he should have known better, but obviously uh, he didn't. Now, can I can I refer to our UFC man Jake here for a second? Now, aren't you allowed to bet on yourself if you are betting to win? Yes, mm. I believe. Yeah, 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 you are. I'm pretty sure that the fighters are allowed to bet on themselves as long oh. as like, cause like, because you well, you just well, no, because you just can't have a Jose Canseco type deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he'll Where show up and bob. get yeah, yeah, first round exactly. KO or whatever. You can't like bet against yourself to lose because then it's like you know you're good. Then you like you know you're mm-hmm. gonna go out there and lose. But I don't see how there's any morality issue with if I'm saying I'm gonna win, I should be able to bet a hundred thousand dollars that I'm gonna win because you're yeah. not you're not trying you're not actively trying to lose. You know what I mean? Like you're yes. not trying to throw it or change anything. You're just trying mm-hmm. to advance yourself. So yeah, I would say I don't know though. This one's tricky because it's like. Like, I'm kind of on the same thought track as, like, Nate. It's like, you know, this guy, like, he he took advantage of a situation where he was the sole, you know, uh, catalyst for the situation. But you were, you were toying on three different lanes here. NFL, NBA, team sports are not allowed to bet on themselves at all. At four, against whatever, because it, they don't have the sole outcome in mind. UFC fighters mm-hmm. agreed they should be able to bet on themselves. This I is think. a prop bet. So this has no like it, this is a this is the lesson for them in terms of prop bets. Like I feel like that you I don't know you have to be careful about what like what outside the game can be impacted by someone getting a hold of the bet. Like it's the same it's the same all thing right, as yeah. like the national anthem. They, they they put that bet all the time. They're like, how long is the national anthem going to last for? Two minutes and ten seconds? Two minutes eleven seconds? Like what is this? So then right. you take that prop bet. Okay, I'm Eric Church. I hear about that and I play one extra note. I just made you know if I bet on that, I get thousands. So. I think yep, you 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 know true. again this guy exploited a loophole he's an asshole and, and an idiot for bragging take your money and run dude like don't don't yeah. you know, don't even get drunk and Talk brag about, about it years it. later exactly right, he fucked right. his friends he fucked his friends too because all of his friends bet money on him shrieking as well and I guess the the <laughs> the, 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 the 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 sports book they used to bet on it I think I believe it was DraftKings no free ads but I think it was them. And they are now investigating every single one of the bets placed on the streakers to see if they have any oh connection or any known connection. So no one's being he paid blew right it. now. Yeah. yeah, so he fucked everybody with that. But again, imagine if he went to the game not thinking he was going to streak and he put his life savings down and like quarter three rolls around and he's just like, fuck, fuck I got to eat this I gotta one. I got to do it. Yeah. 
I don't know. I feel like the sports book needs to take a look in the mirror and just be like, fuck, we, we screwed up, but we owe this guy his, like, truthfully. Maybe not him, maybe, but you have to, you have to pay out everyone else. They didn't streak. But even the guy who streaked, right. I think yeah. you, you don't close that. Um, does anybody want to send I'm, him, or where are we at with this? I would love to DraftKings. I want to I wanna find yeah. out who's the water boy for next Super Bowl and figure out the Gatorade color. Yeah, that's one of the best kept secrets. <laughs> they don't. They don't. They do not expose that till uh, till nighttime. Um, all right, anybody? Se- are we sending him? I'm, I'm proposing he just has to do a motivational speaking seminar at Los Angeles. Nothing too Naked. crazy. Slap on the Naked, wrist. Yeah. Naked. 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 Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> in all in trading. Yeah. All in favor, say aye. 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 All right. Aye. Good. Aye. Final thoughts around the table. Jake, take us home. Uh, good episode. Uh. You know, I think hopefully everyone has a good Valentine's Day. I'm not doing anything special, but hopefully some of you other guys are. Matt, once again, killing the, the outfit game with that fight year jacket. Uh, it's got tigers and shit all over it. So, yeah. And pants, my dude. And, oh, and jumpsuit. Pants. It's a jumpsuit. Hot and, damn. Never mind. <laughs> no, that's pretty sick. Look at that. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. I would say, yeah, hopefully everyone enjoyed the episode. Have a great week, and we'll catch you next time. Beautiful. Uh, Nate. Happy Valentine's. I love you all. Uh, Great episode. Uh, Kiss your loved ones, and we'll see you next week. Beautiful. Zach? Uh, Happy Valentine's Day. Happy to be an investor, chum. Happy to have uh, you aboard. Yep. We'll see you you next week. Beautiful. Harley? Just remember the best sales technique. Reconnect people to their pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and listen to the Tuesday catch up every week. That's that's really all you need in life. Beautiful, uh, Matt, assistant to the co-host. Um, man, we we set the sharks loose. Los Angeles is filling up, and love is in the air. What what's a better way <laughs> to spend the weekend? Um, my final thought: We are looking for corporate sponsors to turn our to turn Los Angeles private for profit. Um, as we speak, Grant Cardone is a piece of shit and should be eaten by a pack of wolves at the stake because of his just absolute inability to be an effective salesperson and just a cool human being. He's a 60 year old piece of shit. Um, bring people to their pain and, um, go to a townie bar once COVID is over or just go anyway. Just don't, you know, don't cough on anybody. All right. This has been the Tuesday catch up. You're all caught up. One, two, three. Oh, shit. Fucking missed it. We were so close again. One of these weeks, we'll get it right.